You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. Uh, of course, this morning, <laughs> we welcome in our vet, Pete Weatherburn. You're very welcome. And also, uh, Sergeant John Fitzpatrick. Thank you very much for coming in. What about uh, on a serious subject, uh, John, and this probably involves an opinion as well from Pete. Uh, the story that we're carrying in the news at the moment about, um, well, basically, sheep massacred in West Wicklow near Hollywood. That's correct, uh, Declan. It's an unusual story, uh, an in- incident, I should say. And uh, you know it's somewhat disturbing, but it relates to the death of uh, five ewes and twelve lambs, uh, and they were killed in uh, the, I believe it's the Tor area of Hollywood, uh, or it could be pronounced that wrong. It's spelled Pretoria, and uh, it, it appears that they've been more or less slaughtered for no, no reason, uh, no motivation. You know, so and the Guardian listener certainly appealing for. Um, the public's help in relation to this, you know, particularly now this happened on the fifth of May, sometime during the night. So it's it's you know it's a while ago at this stage, but you know people might have seen something unusual during the night, or some, something might have sparked their mind. They might have seen an unusual car in the area. They might have heard something or seen people with dogs, that type of thing. And it, you know, if you saw anything, no matter how small, uh, please do contact the guardian in Blessington. But alternatively, you can contact. Uh, Crime Stoppers, a one eight hundred two five zero zero two five one eight hundred two five zero zero two five. And the reason I mention Crime Stoppers is because, although the incident we're talking about is, it just it's a it more a slaughter, plain and simple. There has been a rise in the relation to the theft of cattle and sheep, and incidents involving cattle and cat, theft of cattle and sheep in rural Ireland, in, in you know, and all through the county. So much now that the IFA have actually put up a, an amount of ten thousand euro. Uh, for any information which leads to the information leading to the arrest and charge of a person involved in these type of crimes. So, I said, you can call that number uh, 1-800-250025 mm. any information without fear of any you know, recrimination whatsoever. But yes, a very difficult incident to understand. As I said, a senseless uh, you know, and... Uh, how did, how did they kill the animals, can you say? or? Well, my information is, and uh, talking to the guards in Blessington yesterday, is that they did use some type of humane killer, is what they, they had, had said to me. Now, a blunt instrument is what we've heard. I, yeah, but I, think, I don't know, I wasn't but there. I suppose a humane killer is like a captive bolt. It's like a blunt instrument, really. It's it's like a, a, right. blow to, a sudden blow to the head. Yeah, and I, I believe, actually, that's what it's, that's yeah. exactly what it was, from what they... they, they and how would, how, would they, how would they catch them, or were they in a pen, or what was the story? Now, that, I don't have that information. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a, it's a, you know, it sounds it's very, very strange. Well, yeah. You've got a theory about the behaviour of people yeah. who do that, Pete. Well, yeah, it's it's very worrying. Vets are trained to be particularly wary of situations where people abuse animals, where people physically abuse animals, that, and that includes just killing them in that way. Um, because there's a, a proven link between that kind of... Um, uh, I suppose cruelty to animals with future physical abuse of humans. So people who can treat animals in that senseless way, it's as if they cross um, a moral hurdle. And once they've done that, it's then somehow easier for them to do exactly the same thing to humans. So um, a lot of serial killers of humans started their careers by torturing and killing animals and they did that for a while and then they moved on to humans so that's why apart from the animal welfare aspect um, of, a, of a situation like this it should be taken very seriously because the person who's doing that is clearly mentally unwell and if they're not caught and stopped there's a, there's a, a serious risk that they could go on to, to hurt humans in a similar way. 
Right. Um, yeah. John, um, Crime Stoppers anyway, or Blessington Guardian? Crime Stoppers, yeah. one eight hundred two five zero zero two five, or indeed Blessington Guardian, or indeed a, any local station here in, in the county is no problem. Right. Just, Anything you know. else in the, in the news? Well, I suppose just, well, I, just leading on to that, I just want to say just quickly in relation to farms and that type of stuff, okay, it is a good idea for farmers to restrict access to their yards, you know, install, uh, you know, lock gates on the yards and make sure that their yard is well lit, you know. And if they have, uh, you know, any machinery should be photographed. And also, any incidents that occur on the farms should be always reported to us. We certainly want to know if there's incidents of any nature on your farm. Certainly do contact your local right, station. Right, build up a pattern. Exactly. Uh, Pete Weatherburn, our vet, also here from Bray Vet on Old Connor Avenue in Bray. And, of course, his website, PeteTheVet.com. Uh, Pete, uh, you were telling me there you're not a fan of um, doggy parks. I know there's one in Deer Park in Marion. And, mm-hmm. uh, and there's, one in, there's one in Shangana and Shankill. There's one in Greystones, I think. Yeah. Now, there isn't one in Greystones yet, but it was in the news this week yeah. because they're talking about having one. And um, I'm just concerned about them, about dog parks, because on the surface of it, they sound great. And, you know, they sound dog-friendly. And how could anybody who likes dogs not want to have a dog park? Um, well, I'll tell you why. They can be good in the ideal situation. And the ideal situation is that the dog park is built with a nice big open space, um, close to car parking, and crucially, with a referee, full-time dog warden referee in the dog park. <laughs> if you don't have that, I'll tell you what happens. Yeah, go on. Is that your dog goes in there, your dog's maybe a bit nervous about other dogs, It goes in there and a big dog rushes over, knocks your dog to the ground. Worse than that, might even bite your dog and hurt your dog. So they're, they're working out their hierarchy, are they, inside? It's it's more that some dogs just aren't social. They're not sociable. They And they, they don't like other dogs. And they're either frightened of them or they're aggressive to them. And so there's... My own dog was... Um, I had an incident happened when I was in Shangana where uh, my own dog, a, a, a young female, as soon as we went into the park, a huge mailbox had rushed over pinned her to the ground and wouldn't let her up again. And I called over to the owner of the box and said, listen, would you mind getting your dog under control? And he said, he basically cursed me out of it and said, my mm dog is just doing what mm dogs do so you can just mm off. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, this has gone on in the dog park and you're saying, well, you know what, I don't want to go back there again, thank you very much. And that's the whole problem, is that they only work if there's somebody there to make sure that people take responsibility and behave properly in the dog park. Because otherwise, it just becomes a no-go zone for a lot of people right. with their dogs. I suppose it is a, a dog-eat-dog world, I think. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, what about a, a guard dog in there? Is that what you're looking for? Uh, yeah, you can, that's the idea. Maybe you could do that. You could have a, a guard and a dog to, yeah. to police what's going on in the dog park. No, seriously, the, the other thing is that they, they, are, they do become a way of ghettoising dogs, and that's a concern. So, in other words, it means that people going out for a normal walk with their dog, they want to let their dog off to have a little run around in, in a park, and they're told, hey, get your dog back on that leash. You're not in the dog park here. And so people's, basically, their liberty to, to have normal freedom with their dog in a controlled, safe way is taken away from them because they're told it's dog park or nowhere else. Yeah, so that's right. why I'm not keen He's on them. head up about he this. Is, but, and of course, I suppose it's important for dog owners to remember is that they do have responsibilities under the Control of Dogs Act and they should, they, can, they must be able to demonstrate that their dog is under control, even if the dog is off the lead. Mm. The dog must respond to their commands and be, come back to heel, you know. And I think sometimes dog owners are a little bit oblivious to that so they do have responsibilities and Pete is right you know in relation to the control of their dogs Alright thank you both uh, Sergeant John Fitzpatrick and Pete Weatherburn our vet at Old Connor PeteTheVet.com